Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. I'm Jack Spokowski. It is uh, May 6th as of uh, this recording. Uh, we are just back from the Miami Marlins taking on the Chicago Cubs. And uh, I'm, my, I'm a little... Uh, I'm, I'm creaky and I'm cracky and I'm frozen again, Jack. Yeah, it was it was freezing. Uh, once again, uh, another sub-50 degree game for Jeremy and I. Uh, we didn't man. see it coming. Uh, I, I was wearing a t-shirt uh, outside earlier today and I was warm. It was bu- a beautiful day by all accounts yesterday uh, in Chicago and today mm-hmm. it was just miserable. Yeah, it was it was bad, but at least it didn't rain, which, no. so there was a silver lining there. That was like what we were worried about going into the game, and then in, when that didn't happen, it's like, oh, it's going to be cold. And uh, again, it's the damn wind, man. Yeah, it's it's the wind. Uh, and so I, I was wearing uh, a winter coat, uh, and as I was last time for for all the games we've been to, but I, I was also wearing my Expos hat. Uh, and so the wind was the wind was bad tonight, but the we we forgot to mention this, but the first the first Cubs game we went to a couple of weeks ago, yeah, uh, my hat blew off my head <laughs> while we were walking to the stadium, yeah, uh, and it almost blew into like traffic on Ash <laughs> on Ashland. It was one of those things where like you had to turn real quick. And then it kept going. You had to like run, yeah. Man. And so like we both kind of ran it down, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's apropos because there were similar type wins tonight. Yes, M- maybe not as uh, hard as that last game, but uh, still making it feel at least I f- it has to be like eight, ten degrees colder than it actually was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you uh, ever had a hat blow off your head, Jeremy? Jack, this is interesting. I I I didn't try to set you up for this story, but I have a story about a hat blowing. <laughs> okay, off. okay. One that I shouldn't tell on uh, on the air. I've never I've never heard this story before. Luck- actually, luckily we don't have that many listeners. <laughs> hey, come but, on now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was uh, driving in uh, like with my friend uh, in like downstate Illinois, like to go to his like family's house or whatever. Yeah, and. Uh, um, <clears throat> I was wearing, I had a fitted Reds cap cause mm-hmm. I played on the Reds in little league oh, okay. and, I, and I demanded to wear like a real cap, not like the, the park one that said like, it said like I played at Portage park. It said Portage park. And I'm like, I want a real hat. So I had my mom buy me like a fitted Reds cap. Nice. I happened this was like in like 91, 92. So yeah. it was in the right out coming off of the world series. So like I did actually like the Reds, um, that team. Uh, but uh, I was sitting with my back to the window, and we were on like uh, you know a highway going uh, down south, uh, southern Illinois, and like a big gust of wind came and blew my hat off my head out the window. Oh my god, of the car! Yes, wow. And like I love that hat. You know, yeah. when you're a little kid, like oh, you, you love your, your hats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I was like, and then it's like, and again, and you're like a dumb. I mean, I couldn't imagine them going back because it's not like in the city where you could just get off and then go around and oh, kind yeah. of retrace your steps. But even still, you're not going to pull over on the highway and get a hat. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't say anything. Yeah. And, I, and me and my friend just looked at each other with big eyes and we're like, ooh, it's gone. Yeah. And then this is a funny postscript of the story. Um, later on, 
we were looking at we were watching the news and there was like a, a an accident like a car accident and like we thought we saw something red like they showed a picture of the car and we thought we saw like a red something like on the side yeah and we thought like my hat like hit the windshield and made the car <laughs> veer off the road and crash oh my god i'm not quite so sure if that 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 happened necessarily but uh you know yeah, well, yeah, uh, that's like, yeah, it's like the, the balloon from It or something. Yeah, you know, yeah like right. just, just this ominous thing. Yeah, uh, or but, like uh, Jack Torrance in the picture of The Shining, like in, in that, <laughs> that out Overlook Hotel picture from whatever, the 50s or something. It's like he was there. <laughs> I'm but. actually, I'm impressed. The uh, most impressive part of that story to me is that your mom uh, let you get a fitted hat when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my parents, um, or my, I guess my dad specifically, since he knows about hats, was like, you know, you can't get a fitted hat. When I was a kid, because he's like, your head is going to keep growing, so you're <laughs> yeah. going to outgrow it. Yeah, totally. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I was it was six and seven eighths. I remember because oh, wow. my, my friend's dad tried it on, and it was like the, his same uh, size. And now I wear a seven and five eighths. <laughs> I mean, I was a... going to say I wear six and seven eighths right now. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's got different size heads. Yeah. No, mine just happens to be extremely large but yeah so anyway um yeah so a lot to run down here but uh yeah so uh the the weather uh, blew your head off it actually blew it off in the in the uh in the stadium too like a couple times and yeah like, it, it like brushed up against me and i caught it like inadvertently with my body but um but yeah trying to dress for the uh the the weather i i'm frustrated jack because i have these cubs t-shirts now i'm uh-huh. trying to like i went through i i was i had a phase of cubs jerseys and like you know, it's it's nice to wear a jersey every once in a while, but I'm I'm transitioning to these T-shirts, and I have this this Brody Stevens shirt, yeah. that I got online. That's like the same one that the Cubs wore, like when they were honoring him in spring training. And I've been like, I kind of just want to wear it and like show it off, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so today I came up with the like I, I wore it like the last Cubs game. I've worn it every Cubs game I've gone to, but I've had to inevitably bundle up, and so uh, I wore it uh, over my hoodie. And like I was hoping that that would be enough, but then I had to put my winter jacket on anyway. So yeah, yeah I um uh you know um I've I've there's some other Brody Stevens uh, enthusiasts uh, that like we, we follow on on Instagram and stuff, and I want to signify with them and everything. Someone did spot my Brody Stevens shirt like after the opening day, and uh, you know, but uh, so one of these days it'll be warm enough to just wear the t-shirt yeah. and not have to wear a stupid hoodie underneath it. But right, but yeah, so um. Yeah, we, we, we headed to the game, um, but there was a little something lingering in the back of our minds, Jack. Yeah, yeah, there was a little bit of drama with the uh, the tickets. Um, yeah. So, uh, so the broker, the online broker that Jeremy gets these tickets from. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the situation was that a guy texted you a picture, like a screenshot of so, the tickets with the barcode yeah. on Yeah, so I will say first of all, Jack, just to give you a little guff here, we, we did have the option of getting tickets from StubHub, which is a reputable yeah. website. Uh, and they were gonna be they were gonna be like four dollars extra. Yeah, and yeah. we were like, well, what should we do? And Jack, you made the call to just go for the cheaper. I, ones. I did. I made the call to go for the cheaper <laughs> ones. I tried to, yeah, I tried to do a, like make make it like a White Sox game. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anytime yeah. you get close to that White Sox figure, that you're you're really getting a bargain. It was so our tickets were our tickets were eight dollars. Eight dollars, uh, which yeah. for a Cubs game is is pretty unprecedented. Yeah. Um. At any at any point in the year. Yeah, for sure. And so. The, the website that I purchased from, which uh, I don't necessarily want to blow up my spot. They're not paying us or anything. But if, if anyone really wants to know this, the spot, you can email us at mm-hmm. uh, raindelaypod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
uh, and maybe they don't want us talking smack about them. Sure, but uh, um, I I love the site. They're great. They have they they there's no fees, which is awesome. Like that's their whole thing, and like there legit are no fees, um, uh, which makes them great. So like what yeah, what you see is what you pay. Um, uh, so last time we got the tickets from this website, they were able the seller was able to transfer them through the Cubs like ticket uh, online ticket thing whatever like account. This time, so so then we bought these, and I'm like, well, the same thing will happen. This is just what they do now, and like we get the ticket. I get the email saying like we've received the tickets, and they're a PDF, which like you can't you can't use to get into the game anymore. You need like the the mobile app yeah. basically or a hard ticket. And so what I saw when I looked at the PDF was it was just like a f- screenshot of his tickets from his phone. Yeah. And also the the row was different than what I we had bought like third row tickets I yeah. think and th- this said first row. Sure. So there's a lot of red flags yeah. already. Yeah. Usually when you buy a ticket and it's like a different row than you you paid your 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 awareness goes up a little bit. Yeah. So so I just braced Jack for that on the walk to the ballpark, and um, we were prepared to, for maybe these tickets to not work and have to get on the phone with like customer service for this website. And uh, so you know there was some drama leading up to us walking in, into the gate. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, before that, before that, well, before we walked up to the gate, we almost got hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things about like Wrigley Field, uh, for people who don't know uh, from from out of town or whatever, is uh, there's no parking at Wrigley Field. No. There's no lot. They have like these satellite parking lots around that the Cubs own. Yeah. And I feel like they they service like like forty cars max or yeah. something. And like there's thirty five to forty thousand people going to the game and uh it they can't accommodate all those it's not like uh the dodge like dodger stadium yeah so uh, people it's kind of like a rat race to to find parking uh for a cubs game if you i mean they you know you, most people don't even take like drive to the game um but uh so what happens is people will stand around uh like on a street corner with like a sign and they like have you park in their garage or like their alley or whatever, like, um, and they charge like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. And uh, do they just get to keep the money from that? Too? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. completely like, you know, on the, like, on the side, like, you know, it's yeah. not, uh, there's nothing sanctioned about it. Right. Sure. And so what happens is like, then people are like, so what happens is we were walking down the street and someone was parking, not in this guy's park in, in his garage, but like, on the street, because there, the garage was already, it was a two-car garage, yeah. it was full, yeah. so this car was like, going to pull up as close to them as possible and park like half on the sidewalk, whatever, which yeah. that doesn't seem legal. No. And the guy was trying to straighten out, and we were walking behind him, and he starts backing up, and he almost hits us. Yeah, And like, yeah. We were, we're, we're walking, we're talking fast, we're like talking about baseball, whatever, and like, it almost hits Jack and myself, and I just go like, great, great! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the guy... The guy who was like whose house it was, yeah. who was like kind of directing the guy yeah. where to park, he just goes, "Sorry, guys." Yeah. Like, and he, it was kind of in a way of saying like, "This guy's an idiot. I yep. have no control over it. Yep. I'm just trying to get him to park." Yeah. And like, we didn't even see. We just kept walking. Yeah, we, we kept. Well, we were like, "Oh, that's okay." You know, yeah. the guy looked like Army Hammer. I told. Oh yeah, I that's told right. Jeremy, yeah. you know, maybe he was apologizing for the Lone Ranger. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. 
but sorry guys <laughs> yeah, he had kind of like that, the, the timber of uh, army hammer's voice yeah too. yeah uh but so that that was uh that was a little silly and then yeah. we, we we encountered some uh kids right right after who that had, who uh, had ticket drama of their own <laughs> yeah yeah one of the kids uh forgot to bring the tickets with them yeah for the whole group so as we were walking like almost like right after that uh we crossed the street or something and there were these like four teenage uh guys uh, who were behind us and like I heard some some kid they were just walking along with us and then one kid goes I forgot to bring the tickets yeah and then like one of his friends like he kind of like crouched down on the ground like he he had just given up like a game tying home run or something yeah and he's like uh, he's like oh my god you're actually stupid. Yeah. But he didn't say stupid. No, he didn't say stupid. He said a word that would have been used when Jeremy and I were in middle school. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, anyway, but he, so he, he chewed the kid out. And I think, I guess what, they went back? Yeah, then, then they all turned around and ran down the street. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they all ran back to the car, I guess, and got the tickets, whatever. But uh-huh. uh, uh, so they we left them in our wake. Uh, but then it was on to uh, the stadium ourselves. And uh, the moment of truth. Yeah. Um, first of all, the people in front of us. We're getting their tickets buzzed in uh, on a, on so so what happens now is like you have um, the tickets on your phone right and um, the guy has like you know a zapper thing in his hand that like zaps the tickets which they have that everywhere but this this is like you're you're scanning a phone with basically another phone like, yeah with a with a scanner thing yep. and uh, the guy it took a couple of cracks for him to get the people in front of us. But it took maybe like three, four tr- tries of him trying to zap it, and it worked eventually, and they got in. <clears throat> so then it was our turn uh, up to the plate, yeah. and uh, of course we're we're expecting issues, yes. right? We wouldn't be surprised. And so like he scans one, and it's kind of scanned right away, right? It, it, it scanned. He got it right away. Yeah. Right. And so then he scans the second one, and like it's like he no, and like nothing, 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 nope. nothing, nope. nothing, and. And like, what? and it, well, then at that point, once he once he got a few nothings out of it, he started doing this weird dance move with his with his yeah, arm, where it, he was like, uh, it's almost when like when people do like a lock and pop or, or whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is, he was doing that with like one of his arms. Yeah, kind of like that that move when like like a guy gets a sack in football and he like does like the grave digger. Yeah, the grave thing. digger, Gilbert Brown. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like he would like he would like swoop in with this zapper thing at my phone and then like pull it back real quick and then swoop it in and then pull it back. Yeah. And almost like you were like fly fishing or something. Yeah, and it's like I don't think you need to do that. No, like, no, like th- that that extra arm motion isn't going to help you scan this <laughs> ticket. It was so weird. It was like yeah, it's like cracking the whip or something. And yeah, like, I don't know what the hell he was doing. And like at, at some point, I was not worried about. Well, first of all, because the first one scanned, so I assumed the second one would. Yeah. Um, but and also if it if it's if it's like bad it would scan and be like eh, eh, like error or something yeah like so at some point I stopped worrying about if our tickets would work and just like worried about like is, is this guy ever gonna get this right because yeah. it took like a minute you I changed feel. the brightness on your phone he yeah. had you look at the other barcode again and yeah. then like he tried yeah. to scan that one but it didn't do anything and so he went back <laughs> to the other one now, Jeremy I, here's the thing I didn't think I didn't think we were gonna get that second one scanned yeah. so like I I didn't I didn't know what was okay. gonna happen yeah. But, I mean, I obviously felt better once we got in, but I I figured if if one worked, the other one would. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and like I I've now you know we're in this era where like that's how you get into games now. Yeah. I've I've experienced it enough. Usually the issue is if your phone brightness goes down, mm-hmm. and like I think my mine was on auto brightness, so it like went down, but like 
But this guy's weird whip crack move wasn't like helping anything no, at all. No. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I guess as an aside, because uh, you know they didn't used to do that at all. Like when we were kids going to games, and you always used to get a ticket stub, mm-hmm. and like you know now like. Uh, I, you know, you don't you don't get a ticket stub anymore most of the time yeah. when you go to games, which is which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, um, for sure. Unless you have a hard ticket. Yeah. But uh, also, you know, you encounter issues like we did. But we got you know we got in thankfully by the grace of God. Yeah. I don't I don't know how it happened. It was it was just a stupid situation, which turned out to be the theme of the night is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which well, we'll get into. Well, what what was what was really nice though was uh, so so we got the scorecards. Uh, there was no catfish man, but uh, yeah, catfish man was not there. No, I don't he know. was not. I think it was too cold for his fishy ways like he would have like froze in the water you yeah know? yeah yeah um so we uh, uh we got we got our scorecards we got we got up to uh the seats um and well, real quick about these scorecards like we I, again we can't say enough awesome things about these scar- cards except for the fact that they don't have the coaches they don't have the coaches um so i actually had to look up who the coaches were uh before the game um not not too many remarkable things tim wallach is their bench coach Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, not too many uh, you know ex major leaguers on there. Mel Stottlemyre Jr. is the pitching coach for the Marlins. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, the card stock that these are on is super cool. Uh, every uh, every homestand they have a different uh, uh, drawing of a, a player. It looks like it's all from the same artist, but this time yeah. it was Ernie Banks' 500th home run, yeah. which is kind of ironic because uh, we can get into this later. But we saw Rizzo's 200th home run, so yeah, we saw exactly. a milestone home run tonight. Yeah, two um, depending on who you ask. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, it was super cool. And Jeremy, you noticed something cool about it just now, actually, before oh, we started recording. Yeah, um, around. Around the design, it has like the starting lineups for both teams because uh-huh. he hit it off of the Atlanta Braves. So yep. it has like the Atlanta Braves starting lineup from that game from May twelfth, uh, nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. Like, um, I the design of it, like the fr- the cover of it is awesome. The cardstock is awesome. Uh, I have a couple uh, complaints like to issue to the complaint department of the Cubs just um, because like. Not not uh, not only are the coaches missing, but they they did a thing where like there's only nine slots for for the batters, which like a lot of times they'll give you ten, eleven slots because of National League the pinch hitters uh, for the pitcher spot and stuff, so things get messy. So uh, it turns out that both of the, they did double switches, so both of the nine holes were like ended up being position players. Mm-hmm. But Jack, I will say this as a quick aside. Um, uh, I will issue. I will issue a uh, you know a, a fee, like a customer feedback for this uh, scorecard because apparently the Cubs are are uh, reading the feedback that happens because I need to uh, mention something that happened to me at a different game that I was at. Um, I went. I ended up going to the Cubs game, Cubs Diamondbacks, the day after we went. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I went with my family. And uh, my dad was, I got there before my dad. My dad called me as he was coming in and he uh, asked me what I wanted to get. And so I mentioned at the game we were at, Jack, that I got uh, an Italian sausage uh, from from the game. And like, it was really good. Like, uh, the uh, the bun was nice and fresh. The, the Italian sausage was nice and charred. Uh, you get the jardinera and then like, it just gets soaked up in that bread and stuff. It was really, really good. Um, so I had my dad get me another one. Uh, cause I, you know, I was like kind of, I was, I wanted to keep riding that, that wave. Yeah. And so he brings it up to the seat. I like grab it to take a bite and like the fucking bread just like snaps in half. Basically. Oh my God. It like ripped in the bottom and like yeah. it became like inverted almost. And like everything just fell out. 
And it was just a complete mess. So like the bread was crazy stale. Yeah. It was really Oof. like it was like hard yeah, as a rock. Yeah, yeah. my and god. It's such a bummer. And uh and I just kinda like had to like like grab it, like claw it, like and just like hold it together and like just bear through and eat it. And then like at some point I took a couple bites and then the bread split like length like uh widthwise. So not only did this uh, like oh, split yeah. Yeah, yeah, lengthwise, yeah. but it split split widthwise yeah. as well. So that's how stale this bread was. Oh, man. It really sucked. Yeah, and I was like, I was like outraged almost, and like I, I wanted to bring it back, but my dad bought it, and I didn't know where he got it from. He got it like on the first floor, and we were on like the uh, upper deck. So I just magically got an email from the Cubs. Uh, after like the next day, like with a questionnaire of like, how was your experience? And so I, I didn't do like, I, I'm outraged. I deserve better than this. But I said like, Hey, you know, I got this sandwich and it was, this bread was crazy stale. Like, and yeah. it costs a lot of money. Like, yeah. you know, right, right. Yeah. You know? And so like, I'm, so I, I, I just kind of said like, that's a kind of a bummer. And I did mention the scorecards in there, but I got a message back from the Cubs, an email. Really? And because it said like, would you like us to contact you about this? And I think I said yes, but I didn't want them to call me because I didn't want to be on the phone right. with the Cubs about stale bread. <laughs> but a woman did email me back, and she's like, "I'm really sorry about your experience. Um, please let us know the next time you're at a game uh, and give us your seat number, and we'll that your meal will be on us." Wow. So I I didn't know we had tickets to this game, so I'm going back with my dad uh, Friday. Actually, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to send them my seat location and like I, they're going to give me a free meal or something, I guess. That's awesome, dude. So the Cubs are listening. Uh, maybe not to the, our podcast, but no. they're listening to their uh, their uh, you know they're, questionnaires. Okay, so yeah, I mean maybe if you uh, actually uh, uh, said something about the scorecards, if you happen to get another another, <laughs> but that, yeah, you don't want to get labeled as a uh, a complainer. Yeah, no, you know? exactly. Yeah. Like the Noah Syndergaard of Cubs fans, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Just like some cranky or like some cranky old man. Yeah, they're they're probably thinking they're probably thinking like, oh, I mean, we're gonna bring this guy a voucher, and he's gonna be like in his eighties or something, and it's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, man. Don't you have something better? Why don't you get some beers and drink it off? You know, yeah. And you'll you'll forget about all your troubles, right? By the time yeah. you get home and get that questionnaire, but yeah. Uh, so I, I wanted to share that. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous and it's very uh, us, I think. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Okay, well, well, good to know. I guess we'll stay tuned to see how what happens with that. Yeah, we're gonna make something. We're gonna make some ha- some things happen here. <laughs> right. Um. So uh, uh, the Cubs, uh, they don't. They don't do uh, well. I guess before we get to that, so yeah. we 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 ended up sitting in our, our real seats for like the first two minutes before the game started. Yeah, we showed uh, up and there was it was one of those situations where like the row was full and there were two seats in between these gr- two groups of people and those were our seats. Yeah, and we didn't want to sit. There was no reason to sit squished in between these people because there was hardly anyone at the ballpark tonight. Yeah, so there was a little room and there well there was an empty row behind us. So yeah. we we just we moved into that empty row. Yeah, we sat nice. in our seats for like 30 seconds and yep. then we just like hiked over to the other seat. Yeah, way way more comfortable. Yeah, uh, but th- these guys sitting in front of us, it was a group of three dudes, and they were like, uh, uh, they were kind of characters. They were having a nice time at the ballpark. Yeah, they were a little rough around the edges. I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them may have had a teardrop tattoo. I think I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So. Uh, um. Uh. Yeah. But they uh, they started off the game and they were they were standing up. Yes. And then uh, a very uh, very overzealous usher. <laughs> 
uh, told him to sit down. Yeah, he's like he. It was a woman, I think. I think yeah, I think it might have been a woman. Yeah, yeah. she was like, Just please sit down. Like the people behind you, they 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 want to see the game. Yep. And uh, one of the guys said, oh, "Those must be some dedicated fans if they want to see it or something." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, man, like." You know, just because some old lady told you to sit down doesn't mean you're you're not a man. You know, yeah, like, yeah. but you got to make excuses, like, as if that's absurd that someone would want to see. And that that was his like. So he had to say this out loud, <laughs> like, to to make himself to rationalize him having to obey orders or something. Yeah, um, and it was just kind of funny, and I didn't really think about it, but like. It's, there really wasn't anyone behind us. No, there, there wasn't. But again, it's I don't know because because they did leave and then come back and then the one guy was was standing for like a couple like a batter or something and yeah sat down. Well, so so at one point too they uh, they got like hot dogs and I think it was maybe Dollar Dog Night at, or something. They were selling hot dogs for they got hot dogs for a dollar somehow. Oh, no, no, you know what? I think the 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 hot dog guy went came by and they like asked how much they were. Or oh, something. okay, okay. But then they started leaning over to like the guy. There was an, a guy who clearly was not with them. Yeah, he yeah. had no teardrop tattoos on his face. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, they, I, it seemed almost like they had talked about this earlier because he leaned over like he was talking to a friend. Yeah, and he was just like, "Yo, in the Atlanta area, uh, you know, they got dollar hot dogs uh, at." At uh, the Falcons or the Braves, I don't even know who well, he was talking he, about. He, he mentioned that he had been at the White Sox game last week. Well, that when, too. Yeah. When they did, do- and th- these guys seemed like they would be in a crowd at a White Sox. Game. Yes, yes. Uh, but, but he, he mentioned Atlanta, though. Yeah, and that, so I don't know if he was talking about the Sox or Atlanta, but but because I did well, hear both. Atlanta too. He, he said Atlanta yeah. first. And then, the, but the guy who he was saying it to somehow knew that. He's like, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Maybe yeah. he was just being polite. And then he's like, and then we were at the White Sox game last week and they got dollar dog. Yeah. And then I think, I think he was talking about the White Sox here when he said, he's like, yeah, you know, they're, they're, he's like, yeah, their owner is such a, a down to earth guy that he's like, that was the Atlanta. That was about that Atlanta. And he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're paying a bundle to get in here, you know? Oh, you know, and oddly enough, Jeremy, I did hear about the fact that their food prices are very reasonable. You did like, hear at, like Falcons games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where I heard this, but okay. I, I did. I did hear it. So it, it well, is. Well, you a, and that guy in front of us heard it. Yeah, too. I could have jumped in on this conversation, but <laughs> you uh, yeah. It, so it, it is a thing, and we yeah. should. Yeah, we should we do do some more research into that. But uh, I, I thought he was talking about the White Sox games when his point was, oh yeah. Uh, so you know. The, the owner's a down-to-earth guy that people pay a bundle to get in here, so they might as well not have to pay for food. Yeah, right. You know? So I was like, if this guy's paying a bundle for White Sox games, like, I guess there's a sucker born every minute. But, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, I know. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. There's no bundle being paid. Um, But I think it's funny that, like, so he so he happened to be, he happened to be, I think Wednesday is Dollar Dog Day at, at the White Sox, which we were lucky to be at a couple, and I ate probably like five hot dogs, I think. <laughs> um, but like, it's kind of funny like to think like someone could go to a White Sox game on Dollar Dog Day and just think that those dogs are a dollar every day, <laughs> which like, kudos to the White Sox. They're, they're, they're making people, people are out there saying that white, that the hot dogs only cost, cost a dollar at White Sox games. Yeah. So, Maybe that will help ultimately uh, bring up uh, attendance for, for the false notion that every day is $1 hot dog day at White Sox games. So, I don't know. But, uh, 
I'm glad he got his dollar dogs. Yeah. Um, the Cubs don't do as many promotions on the video board no. as the uh, White Sox do. Almost no. none. They're almost non-existent. But they they do a strange thing in the. I think this it happened after the second inning um, uh, tonight. Yeah. But they do. It, uh, it's called Cups Up. Yeah. Hashtag Cups Up, where it's just a, it's just a, a graphic that says Cups Up, and it's got like a, a red uh, a cup hand. that you would see at a frat party, and like a hand. Yeah, and then it's, it's the 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 cups uh, the con the uh, hefty has hefty. the contract for okay. Cubs cups. It's not solo. It, I think it's kind of funny that's hefty because you know of hefty as being garbage bags. Yeah, hefty, yeah. hefty. Yes. Um, and then it's just kind of funny to think you're drinking out of a a hefty cup. Mm-hmm. Theoretically made from recycled garbage bags. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But but yeah, they do this thing called Cups Up and they show it on the video board and and the expectation, I believe, is is they show fans like hold they've they they've even gone away from it because no one participates. But they would show fans holding beer cups and I think they want them to hold their cups up in the air. And raise their cup. Like, yeah. raise your glass to the cups. Yeah, and no yeah. one does it. Yeah. It's never caught on. They've been doing it a couple years. Hefty's had the contract for a couple years, and, like, it, it has not caught on. And I was saying to Jack, like, um, if this were the White Sox, they'd have poor Gene Honda on there or our buddy Chris yeah. saying, like, all right, it's the bottom of the second. So that you know what that means? It's time for the hefty cups up promotion. Make sure to raise those cups high into the air. Yeah, and then they would play, like, a, a Bruno Mars song and have yeah. everybody, like, raise their cups. Yeah. And everyone, all the cups go up and they stay there. They would, like, re-record that or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, there's so few chances to take a shot at the Cubs. And I don't even know if this is shot worthy, but it's just so it's just a complete like miss like uh, failure to communicate. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a misfire. Yeah. Um, uh, th- there were some dumb things being said. So Jeremy and I have never sat in the bleachers uh, no. for a, a podcast game. I've sat I've sat there once. Jeremy, you've sat you've been there. I've, before. I've sat there several times in in my youth. Uh, but I was I I I feel the last time I was at one in the bleachers was opening day two thousand four. Oh, okay, wow, long time ago, long yeah. time ago. As far as I can tell, that was the last time I sat in the bleachers. And uh, yeah, sort of in. Uh uh, a crazy game to be at because it was the game right after. It was the Cubs' next game uh, at home uh, after the Bartman game. That's true. Um, I had not thought about yeah, that. Yeah, which, which is kind true. of interesting. Um, but uh, so I, I, I don't think we've ever really talked about this on the podcast. But I don't like sitting in the bleachers because I've done it no. at, Brewer, at a Brewer game too. They're uh, they're I think they're bad seats. First and foremost, yeah. they're bad seats. You're yeah. you're so far away from home plate. Yeah, uh, it sucks. Uh, secondly, at Cubs games, people just go in the bleachers to clown. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like that's 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 the epitome of like the Cubs like uh fan not paying attention world's largest beer garden. Like the bleachers is there are, are there for like, you know, predator predator guys to to harass women basically. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, we should we should do a uh, do one one time just for the podcast. We should. We uh, absolutely should. That being said, we should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should totally sit there. But um, uh, so um, uh, the the bleachers they were chanting some some stupid stuff tonight. Uh, yeah. They were chanting left field sucks and then right field yeah, that, sucks. I will say that that happens almost every Does, game. That and that happens almost yeah. every. You know, I've never I, noticed it before. Well, you know what? Not... It hasn't happened recently. Uh-huh. I will say that as the Cubs have gotten better. Uh, 
most of the stupid stuff that that happens has gone down. Yeah, that definitely has gone down in, in recent years. But uh-huh. they've they that's something that they've done for a while. I don't know if they did that back in the bleacher bum days of like the late sixties. Yeah. Um, I would hope not. Um, but. Uh, uh, that's something that does happen, and it's always pissed me off, and it's just stupid, and it just shows how people don't pay attention to the game. Yeah. If, you, if, if there's nothing, there's no, I'll tell you what, why it happened. It's because the Marlins started rallying a little bit. Uh huh. And, like, I guess that a Marlins rally can just take any f- fan out of the game, I guess, because, uh, it's so non interesting and non inconsequential. Yeah. That, like, the bleacher people have to start yelling right field sucks left field sucks but yeah. it's it's so stupid it's it just is stupid i mean you're on the like let's if you break it down like yeah cons- we're, like, we're on the same side yeah here, yeah you know yeah so what's the point like what yeah well, i don't know what what you're saying like if anything they should like adopt the player like from the like opposing team yeah or like whatever. o'brien sucks yeah. anderson sucks yeah that yeah. was that would be good yeah yeah we're giving fans too much credit there but uh <laughs> yeah but, but yeah so like that was one of the things that was being yelled and again we said that the theme of the night was stupid yeah um both on and off the field we we uh we, we talked about this last year at the pirates yeah. uh cubs game um that archer pitched at near the end of the season but like that guy who runs for uh, the bat? The, the ball I don't boy even think the it's Cubs. the same guy. I it's just think that that's guy? like part part of their like job. They're like that's like the uh, the personality that they like uh, uh, channel. Yeah, is like so. Yeah, a ball gets away from the catcher and it rattles around behind home plate, and like the the. Ball boy, I guess, but they're dressed like a security guard. Yep they they run like like an idiot. They run like super fast. But like in like almost a cartoonish way where they're just like arms up and they're doo, 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 like running yep. like and like they run to get the ball and then they run back like really stupid and like the fans around home plate cheer for him as mm-hmm. he goes faster like yep. they, they, like and it, it was happening a lot in one particular inning and the fans like every time it happened the fans were getting louder and louder and it's like it's stupid it's uh, annoying. The people who are doing it are the people with the best seats, and like, there's like, you know, the again, the game is like on the line yeah, here, yeah, and that's what their their energy is being drawn towards, like yelling, cheering for this idiot ball guy. Yeah, like let's let's read the room a little bit here. Um, it always seems to be happening when the Cubs are like pissing away a game. Yeah, exactly, and and it's like it would be one thing if the guy like. They, these guys have no personality either. No. Like you, you look at like San Francisco Giants games and they have the ball dudes, like the old guys. Yeah, like those guys like have personality. Yeah. Sometimes if you if there's like a ball girl or something like who like makes a great catch, it's like that's awesome. Like or a little kid or something, I yeah. guess. But 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 like these guys have no person. They're dressed like security guards. Like yeah. there's nothing to attach, uh, you know, a cheering interest in except for the fact that they run fast. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's like it's. Yeah, it, it, it's like cheering for like a crossing guard or something. It's like, who cares? What what is this guy bringing to to your experience? It's making you they they have no personality. No. Anyway, so that's yeah, that's one thing. Um, I heard just a couple things in the stands. Oh well, another thing that happened in in the in the bleachers, we we were hearing something. Uh, I thought they were saying Vargas Vargas, uh-huh. but. Uh, which would have is just as meaningful as what they were. They were just saying Marlins, Marlins, Marlins. You suck. <laughs> I, 
and and the Cubs and the 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 Marlins were batting, so uh-huh. it's not like it's like not like the uh, Marlins outfielders were you know in the outfield. Yeah, so the bleacher they could maybe hear the bleacher people. They were batting, right. so there's only one Marlin on the field, and he's like 450 feet away from them, mm-hmm. and they're chanting Marlins, Marlins, you suck. It's Fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Especially you know because the Cubs are not in a position to like take the lead when the yeah. Marlins are batting. So you'd think they'd maybe save that for a time that the Cubs could actually like rally behind that that cry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. So we haven't had a lot of uh, uh, vendor drama yet this year, but no. there was a there was a pretty eccentric guy who was uh, who was there tonight. Uh, he was selling peanuts. <laughs> Yeah. And he kept saying, uh, uh, frozen peanuts, frozen <laughs> peanuts, uh, commentary yeah. on the cold. Yeah. I'm trying to th- think how I would describe this guy, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He had like a, 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 a white a white goatee, but yeah. it was like a, a, a thin goatee that like didn't cover his whole, and it was just on his chin. It makes me think of like... Um in like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, when like they talk about like the tinkers, mm-hmm. like the guys pushing the carts like out in front of like the Willy Wonka factory. Oh like, sure, like they're like kind of hunched over and they like look like they were like scraggly wearing like rags and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he looked maybe like someone from like Westeros or Middle Earth or something. Right? Yeah, like he could have had he had like yeah just stringy like gray facial hair. Yeah, yeah. He so, had a hood on, some type of wizard yeah, kind of guy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so he sees my Expos hat and he he goes, uh, you know, from, I'm Montreal. But he said, but he said like Montreal. Like he he goes, like he's like frozen peanuts, and he's like, "You're from Montreal. You'll you'll know. You understand." Yeah. And then you know, I don't know. Jack gave him like the courtesy nod or something. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then he goes, "Well, you're you're from." He's like, "Are you from Montreal?" Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Like he tried to say it in the French way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I I should have responded. We, you know, (laughs) I didn't. I just said, uh, no, no, not, yeah, not, not really. I'm just a a fan, but it's like, no, dude, I'm not from Montreal. Like, Jesus, I just have an Expos hat on. Right. And then what did he say? And then he was like, oh, oh, they, they moved that franchise. (laughs) Uh, A couple years ago, they moved out of there. Now they're, uh, you know, uh, wherever. And I helped him out. I think I was like the nationals. Yeah. 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 As if a guy in 2019 wearing an Expos hat doesn't know the current status of the I appreciate it was nice I it mean was nice. I guess yeah. yeah but it's like if a guy's wearing an Expos hat he he probably knows what's going on and yeah. he probably he probably if anything he wants to tell you information yes yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I mean we, we've said yeah. it before but the Expos uh, uh, hat is the the earmark of a, a baseball nerd yeah you know? absolutely so, yeah yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's a way of Saying I'm a baseball nerd without wearing a T-shirt that says it, you just wear an Expos hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna wait on a, on the bigger the biggest offender guys. Uh huh. Yes, that's coming up. Sure, okay. fine. So um, one thing that happened, uh, I don't even know what inning it was, but uh, uh, there was a pitching change. The Marlins uh, made a pitching change. I guess it was in the. Uh, oh, you know what, Jeremy? It was after uh, their first. Pitcher Kinley walked the first two guys he faced. Okay, because that I think that was the only time mm. a guy got uh, removed uh, in the middle yeah, of the inning. Yeah, I was looking Marlins. at the wrong side. Of yeah, the, so so it's the bottom of the sixth. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mattingly comes out to make a pitching change, and uh, we heard the most iconic uh, bar, the most iconic measures of the song. Uh, we heard the near near, 
And yep. actually, that's all we heard. Yeah, yeah. So they started playing the Cubs pitching change song. Yep. Uh, someone up in the booth accidentally hit that one and then stopped it real quick. And then, of course, when the visiting team makes a pitching change, they always play YMCA. Mm-hmm. So someone accidentally hit the Cubs one, um, which we talked about last year, which is like an ACDC song we found out. But it's like it's just the most depressing, dejected song. Yeah, it, as you said, Jeremy, it reeks of failure. Yeah, exactly. And so they accidentally played that for like a, a, a measure and stopped it and then played YMCA. And perhaps uh, it turned out to be a, a bad omen or a jinx yep. for what would happen later on in the game, which we'll get to. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they called that back really quick. And then they played YMCA. And then I did capture some buffoon in front of us dancing to the YMCA. <laughs> again, the YMCA, again, I don't know why I'm a Cubs fan because everything that, they, that happens like annoys me. But anything that happens anywhere annoys us all the time. Yeah. That's, that's our thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Jer- <laughs> and Jeremy, they've been doing the YMCA thing for, for years. Yeah, absolutely. Years. Yeah, yeah. For as long as I can remember. Yeah. I've questioned like what the, what the, sub, what the, context, what the subtext of the song is. Yeah. I, I, I fear that sometimes it might be like, uh, you know non-PC or something, just because <laughs> yeah. of who the village people and stuff are. It, it, yeah, it, it could be just, too, like, a guy's, like, hitting the showers now since he's coming out of the game. Sure. I don't know, because yeah. you take a shower after you work out at the YMCA. Man, I, I don't know. I, that That's I mean, digging deep. Is that, like, are bad pitchers supposed to go to the YMCA? It's like, get out of here. Get out of the stadium. Go straight to the YMCA yeah. and live there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, what they... Because they, they talk about, like, you can... You can whatever you can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. Yeah, like just you live in the YMCA now. You blew the lead. <laughs> you loaded the bases. Get out of here. Go live at the YMCA can you, now. Can you have a good meal at the YMCA? Do they serve food there? Ooh, no. I will say there's a YMCA down in on Irving Park here. Okay, um, uh, and they it's one that actually does have like transient housing or whatever yeah 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 uh and there was a there's a chinese restaurant in in a strip mall right by the ymca and me and my friend mark used to go and eat there and we would always see like a lonely scraggly guy in there by himself eating like a plate of fried rice on like a paper plate oh wow and like those were guys who lived at the ymca so they would just go to like this chinese place and eat like a sad chinese meal (laughs) 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 but uh i don't I mean, I wonder what what the situation is with the YMCA, but some of them know. you do people live at. Yeah, that, okay. that is true. Okay, um, but they're more like the guys who were in the row in front of us than uh, I don't know than like a fun, you know, or than <laughs> than like a major league <laughs> relief pitcher for, right. for for instance. Yeah. <laughs> right. So anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was a. I wonder if Madden like briefly acknowledged the fact that they played his song like in the Cubs dugout. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, he yeah. like. Oh, well, I wonder. Yeah, yeah, he like perked up really quick. Yeah, it's, it's like that thing when you like you like wake up from your alarm and you forget what day it is. Maybe he was like, oh, oh, oh do I have to make a pitching change? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, or like when you hear your alarm, like you, the sound of your alarm oh, in yeah, the middle right. of the day. Yeah, right. Worst feeling ever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, Jeremy, before we get into game stuff, uh, you know, I think we might as well talk about uh, those meatheads. Okay, uh, let's do us. it. Yeah, because yeah. as I'm going through my notes, they, they, I have a lot of stupid shit that they said. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so at one point, uh, my favorite thing, Jeremy, was that uh, um, 
Javi Baez uh, towards the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, I think it was his second last at bat. But he, uh, he like, fouled the ball off his foot or his shin, yeah. um, which is always painful. You yeah, know, you totally. always see the, the batter react to that. Todd Hollinsworth did it once and never came back in the season. In wow. 2004 or something. Crazy, Fucking yeah. Fucking rickety, stiff <laughs> Todd Hollinsworth, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, guys can get hurt from it. So Baez, Baez uh, went down on the ground for a second. And, and it was a super cold night, so yeah, it, it was. stings all that much more. Probably, yeah. And these guys, they were not there the whole game either. No. Because we no. would have heard their idiotic yellings, uh, you know, uh, earlier. So they must have just wandered over, like, for some reason. And... Uh, he hits the deck, and Javi actually like laid flat on the ground. Like his yep. back was flat on the ground, and he was kind of having a moment. Yeah. Um, and, but the guys were like, "Get up, Bias!" Like, they were, yeah. but they were Cubs fans. They're like, "Get up, Javi! Yep. It didn't hurt." Yep. Yeah. They were just saying the stupidest shit just to hear themselves. It was, never more was there a case of idiots yelling just to hear themselves yell. No, and uh, at Jeremy, as you said, uh, if if. Without, if the same thing that happened to Baez would have happened to one of those guys, yeah. they would have vomited all over themselves. Yeah, from the pain, just like fucking vomited, like, oh, it hurts, man. <laughs> yeah. Fucking useless bastards. Yeah. My, my favorite thing, Jeremy, and I'm sure you wrote this one down, yeah. was the, uh, when they fouled a, uh, a guy fouled a ball into right field for the Marlins, uh-huh. and uh, Hayward was kind of like going going back on it, and then like it, oh. it, it went into the, uh, you know, it went into the stands. Yeah. In the same area that in uh, in 2003, uh, the the ball had gone into the stands where Bartman oh, inter- yeah. interfered with it. But it was in right field. But it was in right field. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think their exact quote was. Uh, uh, I have it. If you want. Okay. Me to say yeah. It? Just say it. They go like, Alu would have caught it. Bartman wouldn't. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, would have caught. They're like Bartman wouldn't have gotten the way or something. Yeah. Alu would have caught it. Bartman wouldn't have gotten the way. Like so, what? <laughs> that's that's wrong on a lot of levels. Yeah. Because if it was, if Alou was actually playing, wouldn't it have been more likely that he wouldn't have caught it and Bartman would have gotten in the way? Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, first of all, the way they said it was like Alou didn't catch it. Okay, that's number one. He yeah. did not catch it. So, no. so there's no precedent to say like this guy who also didn't catch it. Wouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't have done what did happen, which actually didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you're, 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 you're off, you're way off base right away. And then like Bartman wouldn't have gotten in the way. Like, what is it? So like, I, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, what, what? So I said to you, Jack, I'm like, clearly these guys know two facts about something that happened. There's a guy named Moise Alou who tried to catch something and a guy named Steve Bartman who got in the way. So they just yelled. They just filled in the crack, uh, filled in the blanks like uh, by adding in other stupid words. Like, yeah. well, what are you talking about? What, 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 why? Why do people need to yell this stuff? Yeah, that, that level of information is like when you see an article online but you don't actually click on it and you yeah, just keep right. scrolling. <laughs> yeah, you like, try to glean all the info from just the headline yeah. or something. So that, that was what that was like. So that was, that was my favorite thing that they said. Yeah, they um, – I heard them say uh, like – Kyle uh, Schwarber was like, I think, like throwing catch, like playing catch before an inning. And like, so he's all the way in left field. We were like in like shallow left field, uh, but all the way up in the highest section, the upper deck uh, reserved. 
and they were actually we were in the box seats because we moved down. They were in the reserved, and like Schwarber had the ball and he was going to throw it to someone in the bleachers, and they yelled, "Kyle, throw it here!" Like, okay, yeah, three hundred feet away, like throw yep. it here. Like again, just yelling shit just to hear themselves yell. Like, yeah, that's not like he wasn't going to throw it, but they were really just annoying me. Like, usually I can tune it out or like I, I can say like these guys are idiots or like now it's like, Oh, this will be good for the podcast. But they were just getting on my nerves. It probably didn't help that the Cubs were like not executing very well at that um, point. Yeah. I feel like there was something else, but that's, that's all I got right now. Yeah. Uh, that, that they were yelling. Well, yeah. They, they, and at that point too, it was pretty easy to hear everything they were yelling because the, uh, the stadium had cleared out quite a bit because of how cold it was. Yeah. So it was just, it was, it was silly. Yeah, just annoying. So um, one thing that they did show, uh, we'll say on the big screen, uh, one plus that they that they had was uh, they showed a uh, ball hawk segment. Yeah, it's a cool segment. I, it's it's in it's not the first time I've seen that, but it's the ball uh, hawk one. Yeah, I feel like I've seen I've seen the ball hawk one before. Um, okay, but uh, but I I did think it was pretty cool though. Um, yeah, it was cool. Like so, like usually they'll they'll show something about a player, and earlier they showed the Kerry Wood uh, twenty strikeout game, which I think the anniversary was maybe today. Yeah, I was tomorrow, I was wondering maybe. if they were showing it because he uh, because that was the anniversary. I of think it. it's to, I think it's May seventh. May seventh. Okay, I could be wrong. Okay, but it was yeah. early May. Um, so, uh, and usually it's about a player and an accomplishment or it'll be like a, a, a capsule of their career. This one was about ball hawks and it was cool. They show that the footage, I love this footage of like Andre Dawson hit the ball uh, onto Waveland and there was like a scrum for it. And this like mailman came up with it <laughs> and like not, he wasn't just a mailman. He had, he like had like, like cool like slicked hair and like his shirt was like half unbuttoned he was wearing like the mailman shorts and he got the ball and he like ran away and was like holding it and he was you could tell like he was like oh hell yeah like i got this ball and like he just like runs off into the distance uh but he was in his uniforms so i don't know if he was still on his route yeah yeah he or, was on the uh, clock yeah yeah or what but uh i love that footage like it's just like it, it looks super 80s yeah so that was part of the video package i will say it was interesting the song that they played in accompaniment with the video was this is this is not for you by uh, Pearl Jam, uh-huh. which makes me think like you know this foul ball or this like home run is not for you like right. someone else grabbed it for sure it. yeah so I thought that was an interesting juxtaposition but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so that was a plus I would say yeah um, uh, but uh, yeah we could get into into uh, actual baseball stuff here. yeah yeah 50 minutes into the podcast yeah sure right. uh yeah uh no so jeremy you mentioned that uh that we saw some milestone home runs tonight yeah uh, we saw anthony rizzo's 200th home run for his career which 200th is, which career is cool. homer yeah 199th cubs homer yeah so we didn't see that 200th cubs homer but no. uh you know we saw the real milestone which yeah, is yeah. cool because uh you know for those listeners who didn't know uh rizzo hit one home run with the padres when yep. he got called up it's uh, a fact no one t- uh, talks about that he that he started his career in the padres no. but uh yeah so it's a it's a cool uh, cool milestone for him um uh, honestly jeremy like i said to you it seems like he's been around so long that he should have more than 200 at this point but uh you know when you think about it he's never really had that year where he hit like 45 home runs you no. know he's just really consistently hit 30 for pretty much every year he's been on the cubs yeah yeah pretty much so um, i don't know i can't i would so he's been in six years uh yeah. roughly yeah you figure six times uh 30 is about 180 plus he's i mean he's had the odd year 32 35 homers yeah. so yeah. yeah so it averages yeah. out 
But uh, but but good for good for Big Riz. Yeah. Uh, we also saw we, John Birdie's uh, first home run, Jeremy. Big John Birdie. Yeah, yeah, big big John Big Bird, Big Birdie. <laughs> I um I like that John Birdie has gotten a home run before Vlad Guerrero has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I mean, not John, that they're John, at yeah. all on the same length. No, well, yeah. John I, John Birdie's got a good decade on uh, <laughs> on Vlad Guerrero. In wisdom, yeah, age. sure, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, I made the comment to you, and we could probably confirm this on Baseball Reference, but I think John Birdie, with his first home run, I think he might be older than Rizzo because oh. Birdie was born in 1990. I want to say they said how, he was. Do we know how he's 29? I, I saw Rizzo. Uh, okay, uh, so Birdie. Birdie's 29. Yeah, uh, and Rizzo is probably about 28 or 29. I okay. would say. Um, I'm not sure about that, but. He's also 20, 29, 272. Oh, man. Okay, so up. now we got to see what Birdie okay, is. Okay, he's August 8th, 89. Okay. Oh, so Rizzo's a little older, I bet. And uh, Birdie is... Uh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a little bit so, older. So Rizzo is about 100 and... By four months or so. Okay, yeah. Rizzo is about uh, 120 or so days older than Birdie. Yeah, there um, you go. So Birdie's got some catching up to do. A know? little bit. Just 199 It's more. like when you arrive at a party uh, uh, at midnight and, and you have to else... catch up to all your friends. Exactly, yeah. Everyone's drunk and drinking yeah. in the corner. Uh, um, yeah. Well, so so uh, interesting. So you know, yeah, we were talking about John Birdie. I asked uh, I asked Jeremy, who would you rather have, John Birdie or Tony Renda? Um, <laughs> I told him, don't answer it now, Jeremy. You don't even have to answer it uh, right now, Jeremy. But uh, at the end of the season, get back to me. Although I will say, I think John Birdie at this point has more career home runs than Tony Renda. I think he does too. I yeah. I did say Jack that like I looked at John Birdie's uh, headshot and I'm uh-huh. like, at least this guy looks like he could be a good player mm-hmm. and. The thing about like like ripping a bad team too much or a bad player too much is like you don't want to do that and then have them come back and, and beat you. Right. So then Birdie hits the home Which run. Which is what happened. Yeah. Uh, he goes bye bye Birdie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with that one and uh, and then I'm like I'm like I didn't rip him. I just said that I said like he could look okay from like his headshot, but. He hit a home run anyway, and it hurt the Cubs. Yeah, bye um, bye birdie. That could be on uh, Sports Center tonight, Jeremy. For, you know, yeah, well, yeah, in, in in a fantasy Sports Center where they actually talk about the Marlins. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they could say that. Um, uh, one of the things with the Marlins playing the Cubs, one of the storylines is always like Starlin Castro is playing his uh, his old team. Um, I gotta say, I I wonder what's. I, I know the Starlin Castro was always. Um, uh, knocked for like not having his head in the game, uh, and not really like just focusing. I, I I just feel like, and he was on the 2015 team, but he yeah. was traded away in the off season. I, I I wonder if I wish someone could actually like sit down and have like a heart to heart with Castro and ask him how he feels about like not being part of this Cubs run of success. Yeah, it's got to kill him a little bit if if he actually does care about baseball, mm-hmm. uh, which we're not so sure about. But I have to say that like the cold tonight. Probably makes him not. It probably softens the blow a little bit because he yep. gets to play eighty-one games in Miami. Yep, he doesn't have to deal with this crap. Yep. Uh, so that might help, you know, ease the pain a little bit for for Castro. But yep. uh, but I'm 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 sure it kills him that because he he was on a lot of bad teams. He was, uh, uh, and you know, traded away. When when the Cubs got good, yeah, he he was uh he sort of been just in the in the wrong place at the wrong time uh, when yeah. he came up. Um, yeah. yeah, and he, I guess he was just never in their future plans. Uh, what he, he's probably about twenty nine too. 
I guess point, so. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to think of him as like an old player, but uh, yeah, he came up pretty early though. Yeah. He did. He came up when he was about nineteen. Yeah. So I think I also saw that he came, he was born in like nineteen ninety, but I think he came up in about two thousand nine. So when okay. he was about nineteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he made it. He actually, I will say, Jeremy, he made a pretty nice play in the field tonight. He, he did. Yeah. Which is not yeah. something that he was usually known for uh, for the Cubs. Um, sometimes, sometimes, not. sometimes, yeah. and sometimes not. Uh, Pete O'Brien was in uh, left field, right, for the Marlins. Uh, uh, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, a career four A guy, like a guy who you can't uh, can't really quite find success in the majors, yep. but has killed the minor leagues. Right. I saw him last year uh, with the New Orleans Baby Cakes, and he hit a home run. Yeah. Uh, he, he was with the uh, Diamondbacks at one point, and I think I'll look this up, but I think he was I think he was drafted by the um, uh, Yankees. Okay. Which, yeah. Uh, wow. Second round pick of the Yankees in 2012. Wow, second round pick. He probably got a nice signing bonus out, out of, of Miami. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, which brings us to like an observation <clears throat> that you had, Jack. Yeah. Well, I, I noticed that all of the veteran players on uh, the White Sox, uh, not the White Sox, uh, <laughs> on the on the Marlins, a Freudian slip. On the, uh, all the veteran players on the Marlins are. Uh, uh, former Yankees. Former Yankees, um, yeah. So Martin Prado is a former Yankee. Curtis Granderson is a former Yankee. Starlin Castro is a former Yankee. Neil Walker. Neil Walker, former Yankee. Yeah. Um, how, how long was Prado on the Yankees? He, maybe a half long. season, yeah. but he was on there. He was, he was actually, so he was Jeter's uh, teammate in 2014. They uh, they finished that season. Yeah, that was Jeter's last season. I think Caleb Smith might have been a former Yankee as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I know, I think Mel Stottlemyre Jr., his dad was, uh, uh, the pitching coach on the Yankees on those 90s, uh, uh teams that were really good. And that's, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, Caleb Smith was a uh, 14th round pick of the Yankees in 2013. Okay. Wow. So there you go. Wow. So yeah, there's a lot of, uh, uh, uh Yankees, um, influence on yeah. this team. So it's nice to see that Derek Jeter is a, is a visionary thinker. Yeah, he's really thinking outside the box here. Yeah, he's um, like, well, let's see. What do I know about baseball? Well, I know the Yankees. I don't really know too many other... I think Boston has a team, uh, but uh, that's all I know. So yeah. let's just get guys who are on that team. Don Mattingly, form, their manager, yeah. former Yankee. Yeah, so good good thinking there, uh, yeah. Jeter. You guys are... The worst team in the National League for sure. Yeah. So maybe the know. whole league. The the Royals are pretty bad this year too. Yeah. True. But, true. Uh, uh, so, Jeremy, I yeah. uh, and honestly, so this is a. I, I don't. You know, the the Cubs and Brewers are in a in a pennant race. Uh, it seems like they're going to go wire to wire. But I was. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted to see the Cubs beat the Marlins tonight, just because I'm I'm all in on the Marlins losing like 115 <laughs> games this year. I yeah. Wanna, I want to see it happen. Yeah, for I sure. I don't like that franchise. They've won two World Series. The Brewers have won none. Uh, <laughs> fuck the Marlins. Like, there's no reason the Marlins should have two World Series and the Brewers have zero. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we all could have said that. Uh, I could have joined in, you know, just a couple years ago. And right. They, you know, in 2003, we all know what happened. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, on one hand, it's cool, but if you're not like, if you're a fan of a long-suffering franchise, it's not cool. No, um, yeah. and so I was pretty disappointed when Pedro Strope came in in the ninth for the Cubs uh, <sighs> with a with a five to four lead to protect to get the save, and uh, just completely took a dump. Yeah, I will say, Jack. Like, so you know, the the eighth inning ended, and uh, you know, it was it's kind of like okay, well, here comes the closer. You know, like. Got to close this one out. Three more outs. You're up by one. 
close it out and game over. And like I, I guess like as he was coming in, I, it, I had the, the thought pass through my mind like, oh, it's already the ninth inning. This is here we go. This is it. And I, that must have been also happening with Pedro Strope because he was completely not ready at all to pitch in a major league ball game, let alone a game where they were winning by a run. And he was in to do his one job, which is to close the game out and win, win the game, preserve the win for the Cubs. Yeah, he came out and he goes walk, walk, single walk. He's out of the game. Couple batters later, Cubs are trailing. Uh, they they lose the game, and it's just like, what the fuck happened here? What happened? They were winning. Yeah, and it's just in a in a in a like a, a snap of the finger, it, it's over. Yeah, it, it it was stupid. It made no sense. It, it was so it was totally frustrating, and just like it's one of those things. It, it's like old Cubs. It's like vintage Cubs. It's like. What what happened? They they like they uh what what do they say? They they grabbed uh, uh, they grabbed uh, victory uh, defeat. defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like what happened. It's like what the frig happened here? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, and, and it's like Strope. What what are you doing? Like like uh, I've seen position players pitch better than Strope did. You could have put in friggin' uh, Taylor Davis. To, to get the save, he could have done at least the same as as uh, Strope did. Yeah, you know, the only thing worse would have been if he hit like four guys in a row in the head and in the helmet <laughs> to to tie the game up. Yeah, you know, like it, it, it's like he's been good and like you know, like he. I feel like Strope is a guy who's like numbers uh, are better than the feeling that he gives you mostly as a Cubs fan because like he can be kind of like a walk the tightrope kind of guy um but uh and and over the he's had an amazing like career as a cub as a relief pitcher but it's like this was just this was one of the worst outings i can think of it's just pathetic he's he's had other outings like this before but it's just like when you're there and you're watching it and you're freezing your ass off and like you have the game won it's just like he can't, he couldn't have been less ready to, to pitch. Yeah, I don't and, know what was going on. And, uh, Jeremy, a, a thought that I had, too, was because I think they had Kyle Ryan up in the bullpen in a previous inning. Okay. Um, so I think he, Kyle Ryan like kind of may have already been ready to go. So, like, after Strobe walked that second guy, you'd think Madden would have been like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not tonight. Like, well, this isn't happening For tonight. a guy who, like, you know, kind of goes on hunches or whatever, I mean, the only thing I'd say is, like, if, if Kyle Ryan came in and blew it, then Madden would get fucking executed. Right. You know? So it's a, it's a lose-lose, but it's like, it's like when, do you, when do you know enough to know that this is not the way, it, you know, this is going to get uh, finished? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, when, when a guy walks the first two batters and, like, I would. I personally, I wouldn't have been that mad at at Madden if he had made the change and like it, it went bad because it's like it was going to happen anyway. Like this guy clearly doesn't have it, and it's mm-hmm. like, and if we're fans in the stands watching this, like the the manager he gets paid to know this himself and to make the move. Yep. You know, yeah. and so it's like, yeah, you. I mean, make a make a move if if he's if he walks two guys like. You uh, like ex- like you know uh, use your managerial expertise to decide that he doesn't have it and make a change. Yep. Because like it's totally it's just it's just dumbfounding to sit in the stands and watch this game be pissed away. Yeah. Like with no like there was no home there was one well it was three runs on one hit 
in the uh, ninth. Yeah, three, run, three runs on one hit. Like, so those, what's going on? Yeah, how do how do you walk three guys? How do you how do you walk in the tying run? Yeah, just give up home runs. Just give up a grand slam. Give up a three. Give up three solo. Give up back to back to back homers like Samarja did to the Reds yesterday. Yeah, like at least that makes sense. Like make make the guy put a bat on the ball. Yeah. That at least makes sense to like baseball like logic. A guy threw like swung the bat, hit the ball, scored a run. These it's walk walk single walk, and the game is fucking over. Like what the what the hell? It was ridiculous. I should say walk walk single walk single right? Yeah, it was yeah it was walk walk single uh, walk, and then actually Ryan. So so what happened was after Strope gave up the lead um, by walking in the fourth uh, yeah. run. Um, uh, Kyle Ryan uh, came in. Yeah, there's more blame to, to, to go around than just Strope, but there that, is. Was, that was this portion on Strope. As you, as you said, though, Jeremy, um, Kyle Ryan came into an impossible situation. Yeah, it's like Kyle Ryan is... I don't think he's a rookie anymore. He, he, he has previous experience with the Tigers, and like he's a lefty guy, like... Um, he's not a hard thrower, really. Like he's not a he's not a command. He's not an overpowering guy. So it's like coming in and bases loaded, uh, nobody out. It's like he w- it was an impossible situation. Like he wasn't gonna come out <coughs> with either the game tied or the Cubs, you know, winning or whatever. Right. Like it, yeah. it just wasn't. A, he's not that good of a pitcher to right. do that. Uh-huh. Um, he, uh huh. He allowed. Um, well, I guess. Uh, so he, so what happened was the bases were loaded. He allowed a a a, a four three uh, that's that ended up scoring one run. Uh, Bodie actually made a diving play at second base and ended up uh, throwing it to Rizzo for the out at first. Uh, and all of the runners advanced one base. So after with one out, he retired the first guy face, and it was second and third. Yeah. Um, now here's where the real brain fart came in. So the next batter up was Martin Prado. Uh, yeah. Prado hit a little uh, dribbler. To the pitcher's mound. Yeah, uh, and, and and Ryan made a good play on it. It was did. a little. It was. It was. I would say it more was, than a dribbler. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he made a good play on it. And then yeah, I mean he like he gets the ball. He looks at third base. Uh, was it Neil Walker? That yeah, scored? Neil Walker was uh, at third. Yeah, he was as I said four fifths of the way down the line. Yes. Uh, and and Ryan looks at him, and then throws to first. And I, I wonder we didn't yeah, so he throws to first <laughs> so he throws to first, uh Walker comes around to score. And Walker like you could tell he looked kind of befuddled, like when he got to home plate. Yeah. Like right. I don't think he like like could believe that he did scored. You, yeah. Yeah, we should we should rewatch it after Did the, you see what I did, Jack, by no. the way? I was I went like this. I'm like <laughs> like that. I was like standing in this in the in the aisle with my hands fully extended, like yeah. full wingspan. Uh-huh. Like shrugging, like like a what? Like a yeah. sh- a, sh- a what shrug? Yeah. Because so like he scores, uh Ryan throws to first. They get the guy at first, and then Rizzo luckily uh throws all the way across the diamond to third and the guy from second was advancing to third. He was trying to advance to third and he got thrown out. He got thrown out, but yeah. of course, you know, and then things are happening like boom 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 boom. Um, but you, you're like, okay, he's out three outs, but did the guy score? Yes, of course he did. He yeah. scored before the, the third out was made and the umpire made the signal. And I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. I like had my hands up and I'm like, what, what the hell just happened? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. And like for a second, like the inning changed and I was just like beside myself and Jack, you looked at the scoreboard and, and it still said five to four. Yeah, so I thought that maybe there was a possibility it didn't score. There, there was like 10 seconds of false hope because yeah. we thought that like maybe it wasn't, uh, 
uh, a run, but of course it was. I saw it with my own two eyes, and then of course they updated it to six to four. And then you you said Jack like that might cost them the game. Yeah, and of course it did. Yeah, because did. then Bryant comes up in the ninth, uh, and Diskel also gets called out looking. We we didn't watch that that pitch to see if it was a good call or uh-huh. not. It looked maybe it might have been a little high, but who knows? Uh, and Bryant mer- massacres yeah, one he just, he onto Waveland. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and like. Yeah, that would have tied the game up, but uh, uh, no, it didn't happen. Yeah, uh, and then Baez and Contreras uh, struck out. Well, yeah, um, Rizzo has like this awesome poke down the the yeah. third base line that like there's no one within like you know thirty feet of the no, of the ball. The, the the Marlins had a shift on. Had the shift on. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, so like uh, it just goes down there. Um, uh, and he's on uh with uh, one out. Yeah. Uh, he represents the tying run. Baez comes up, and he's the star of the team right now. But he, this is not—that's not a situation that he thrives in no. because he gets too uh, overzealous and, like, you know, swings at garbage. And he's—he's uh, he, he's notorious for uh, swinging at the outside str- uh, slider, and that's all that uh, Romo throws. Sergio Romo throws his sliders. By the way, Sergio Romo maybe shouldn't be in the league. But I don't know if, if if he could just make a, a highlight reel of just those two at bats between uh, Baez and Contreras, he might make an All Star team because <laughs> they looked horrible. It looked yeah. like I thought it was 2012, um, yeah. based on the the way that the those two guys looked against Romo. Uh, it, it just sucked. They're both horrible at bats. Like just. Nothing to uh, help the team. No, and and you know they, they weren't exactly trying to get a base hit, Jeremy. Either. No, uh, they were both trying to put it out of the park. I, I'll say this, <clears throat> you know, uh, ode to Rizzo for a like making that uh, great throw to third base, and yeah. like that that was a pretty heads up play by him to to end up getting the double play and at least getting the Cubs out of the inning. Yeah, which was great. But then uh, just to. Uh, you know, to to have that little poke into left into yeah. left field, like that was exactly what the team needed. Yeah. Um, and he did it, and he executed it perfectly. Like it was a, just a really smart baseball play. I remember yesterday in the game, they caught him in a rundown, and yeah. uh, uh, he waited until Baez got to second base before he allowed himself to be tagged out. Yeah. Because exactly. he was on second when he got caught in the rundown. Yeah. And going from second to third. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he you know he uh, he plays like mentally. Like really strong. Yeah. Um. He's a really smart player and yeah. like the, just a, a good guy to have on the team. So like you know, even though it sucks that Baez and Contreras like got got you know struck out in such a poor fashion. Yeah. It was cool to like actually see Rizzo like do the right thing. Yeah. And, for and sure. actually be pretty selfless too because he wasn't trying to be the hero there. He yeah. was just trying to get himself on to put another guy in a position to be a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, is cool. Yeah. I think I will say Rizzo's first swing. I think he did take a pretty hard crack at it but mm-hmm. but and like and with ba- Baez I mean it's like you you kind of live with the with the with the bad for all the good that he brings yeah and so that's just what it is with Baez you, either you're you're you accept that that's what he does yep or um you you don't like the guy right because I mean that's just who he is and like yeah. you know and we saw him make some fantastic plays in the field he, he did he made it look easy yeah yeah in the was that in in the ninth or was that uh no that was the uh the eighth I think yeah it was the end of the eighth yeah he made two great plays and like yeah um so you know, you, you hope that maybe he continues to develop and then, like, starts laying off those outside pitches. Um, <coughs> Contreras, I can't really explain 
<laughs> what what happened. He he usually has at least a better approach than Baez does sometimes in those situations, but uh, nothing doing on that one. It was just one of those nights, you know. Yeah. Uh, we were saying, like, so the Cubs had won- come into this game uh, having won seven in a row. And I guess the only thing you can say is, like, it's hard to win eight games in a row. Yeah. Um, you know? I mean, whenever a team is on a, a long winning streak like that and then they lose a game, uh, you know, I always say to myself, uh, well, you know, they weren't going to win every uh, game for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know? for sure. So it might as well have been this one that they lost. And the Marlins had lost uh, some games in a row, so they were probably due for a win. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it just uh, it all just evened out, I guess. Um, it was, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, so, and then the Kyle Ryan thing is just like, uh, he said, I guess he just froze. I don't yep. know. I mean, it's a, it's a brain fart. Like, it's, he, he totally just, uh, didn't do the right thing. I don't know yep. what, what else you those, can say those about two, it. Those two guys in the ninth, man, they were not ready to, like, come into that game. It, yeah, they were it, not mentally prepared. I don't know what, what happened. It's a real killer. It's 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 like like how the Bears season ended by at the foot of a kicker. Uh-huh. It's just, like, two pitchers who were not involved in the game the previous eight and a half innings or whatever, or the eight innings, come in and just just lose you the game mm-hmm. it's it's frustrating but that's what it is um i will say this is probably a good time well let's see real quick um say we saw sandy alcantara uh that was cool he he still has a long way to go he got roughed up in the first inning but uh you know he he managed to have a okay game uh aside from that for that first inning cj edwards came back tonight uh had a had, nice outing had a good in, inning got in and out and you know one, two, three. Um, yeah, and so, you know, hopefully maybe he, he will throw strikes going forward. But in terms of the Cubs, uh, just to come from where where we where I was uh, in that first, after the, the week one recap episode, um, how I was, I Jack, you had to pull me, uh, you know, from, from your window, jumping out of your window yeah, yeah. about the Cubs. Um, you know, this is like... You know, we we are fans. We 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 talk we talk about baseball, but we're also fans, and like you know, we we live and die with the team. Uh, maybe sometimes I feel like I get a little more emotional than you do, Jack, uh, um, when it comes to like the highs and lows and everything. Right. But uh, you know, this is what it is like listening to a fan, like you know, talk about their team and go ride the roller coaster with your team throughout the season. Yeah. I was, you know, and most Cubs fans were were like sick to their stomachs after the first week of the season uh, with the Cubs. Right now, and, and you know, throw this game out, the Cubs are going to be fine. Uh, they got three more against the Marlins, so they, they very likely could win all three of them. Uh, the Cubs are looking pretty good uh, in general coming off of this sweep. They had gone in the first place. They're going to fall back out now because the Cardinals won. Um, but uh, there's been times over this, this stretch that the Cubs have looked as locked in as the 2016 team, I yeah. would say. Yeah, um, They got a lot of things firing uh, right now for them. Uh, I think they need to figure out a closer situation. Yeah. And, like, I guess they sent down Dylan Maples today, which I thought Dylan Maples might – they might throw him in as the closer. Uh, I would love to see Brandon Kinsler get a shot at the closer. Because, he's, been, he's done it before. Yeah, because I would really just like to see Strope in the eighth inning. I just really wish that he was just in the eighth inning and then they could just have a closer. We I think closer is too much pressure for him. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he he did okay, like, at the, the second half of last year. But, like, uh, Morrow is just a complete waste of, like, a number, like, of whatever material the jersey's made of. <laughs> like, he... Yeah. There's no point in having this guy. He he can't get on the field. No. So um so yeah, but I mean, there's been times like like Baez is locked in, Contreras is like locked in. Um, 
Uh, Bryant and Rizzo. Yeah, Bryant is like you know, hit, he's he's getting it back now. He's hit home at least in two games. Uh, yep. I don't. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Rizzo's Hayward. looking good. Hayward, it's looking so like and and Hendricks had a sick game on Friday. Yeah, Lester, uh, Lester is, looks yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can uh, uh, Quintana is and, looking great. Yeah, and Hamels uh, pitched a quality start tonight. Yeah, you know, so he's like been rock solid. There's times like this Cubs team has looked as locked in as a 16 team, and like I used to make fun of the 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 Giants. For like they're like oh it's an all it's an even number year the Giants might win the World Series as if they're on, they only try every other year right. to win it it's like they're proud of that having seen what happened with the 2017 Cubs how like how how hard the World Series hangover can be on a team mm-hmm. maybe the Cubs had a two year World Series hangover and like maybe they're prime to to contend again this year maybe even though they made it <laughs> very far in the playoffs or maybe not last year but they've made it to the playoffs last couple of years but. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I, I've seen good things from the Cubs the last couple, like the last month, basically, and uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go. I think it's going to be a three-team race all the way. It will be. Uh, yeah. I don't. I think the Cardinals are, are for real. They're going to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the Brewers' pitching is going to figure itself out. Woodruff has had a some better outings lately. Uh, Davies has been okay. Chassin is going to get better. Um, yeah. And that's been their main problem. Uh, their bullpen still sucks right now. But yeah. You know, it'll figure itself out. A lot of stuff is going to happen. Yeah. Um. So, so that's uh, kind of like the Cubs' uh, outlook going forward. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to jump off the ledge because they lost one game to the Marlins, but it, it was a stupid game to lose. The Cubs definitely lost it more than the Marlins wanted. Uh, doesn't make any sense. But hey, uh, in baseball, what, there's always another game. Yeah. Exactly. We're just at the one that it was <laughs> brisk winds, sub 50 degree temperatures, and they stupidly blow it at the end. But oh well. Uh, Jack, if you're looking for um, uh, notable things to uh, talk about, which we are at on the podcast, always try to hit the bathroom on the way out of the stadium because you're yeah. gonna get you're gonna see at least one weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, today we saw. Uh, I saw a guy. Um, an older guy with like those like safety goggle like rec specs looking things yeah uh a bike helmet and like a professional camera with like one of those long like telephoto lenses yeah he it just he looked like a totally random weirdo yeah yeah and uh and you know i wouldn't have seen that if i didn't uh use the bathroom before uh, we left you wonder what these people's stories are how did they come how did they get tickets to this game yeah. you know why did they find themselves here how did he afford that lens for that camera which is probably a couple thousand dollars and he's walking around in a bike helmet i don't know yeah but uh but yeah um uh but yeah so that was the game yeah that was the game uh I there's not enough time to rant completely as as much as I want to, but I should just mention how fucking dreadful and unwatchable the Sunday night broadcast was of the Cubs game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Just the worst. It was it was really bad, Jeremy. Uh, a Rod is a clown. Uh, Matt Vesgarjan is a clown, and I feel sorry for Jessica Mendoza, who is yeah. kind of just caught in the middle of these two like morons yeah they definitely they definitely bring her down like like you know she's probably better than 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 she would be surrounded by those two but like i can't even uh account all of the things that a rod said follow uh follow rain delay pod on twitter to see all my like tweets about that yeah um it was just absolutely ridiculous um 
But the Vaskersian thing, we've we've talked about Vaskersian on the podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. He's just not funny no, anymore. No. If he ever was. He so he did the seventh inning stretch yesterday and he started it off with the Harry Carey impression. Yeah. Uh, he was like, oh, one, oh, two. But then he didn't say a three. No. He, like, paused and then started going into the uh, the, the, the the stretch, the yeah. song. Yeah. But I don't, like, I don't know why he didn't say three, and it screwed up the organ, uh, the organist. Yeah, Gary Pressey. Yeah. yeah, it screwed him up. So he was who, like, okay, I guess I'll start it who, now. And I don't know if we've said this enough, but, or, like, on the podcast at all, but Gary Pressey is, like, he he talk about being alert like he's more like uh, smart on the on the fly than than Anthony Rizzo was tonight. Yeah. Like he can like hang with anyone no matter how bad of how off time these singers are, but even that one screwed him up. Mm-hmm. No one ever in the history of music of music performances has ever gone a one, a two. Take me out. Like, no. That does that's not what you do. You count to 3. Yeah. It's a 3 count. It's not like a silent Three count like Wayne's World uh, TV uh, station. Like you didn't say two or one. Like it, it, he's just a fucking idiot. Like Vescurgeon is like I said this before. He was like maybe a refreshing voice in the era of like the golden voice, like Harry Callis, Vin Scully, like proper like old school announcers. He was maybe like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, like you had this like snarky guy who was like making pop culture references yeah. and he was younger. Um, but but now like like he's been lapped a million times by guys yeah. like Len Casper, Jason Benetti. Um he's just it's just the act is tired. It is. It's just it's not like he thinks he's funny but he's not. No. Um and you know maybe he's not as bad as Joe Buck but like it's still just it's like ugh, it's just pathetic and, and for God's <clears throat> sakes please people stop doing the stupid Will Ferrell Harry Carey impersonation which isn't even like it's a caricature and now everyone is doing that as an impression of Harry Carey like Ryan Dempster you're not funny Matt Vesgersian you're not funny stop doing these impressions it's horrible it's stupid like Harry Carey was entertaining enough as himself like you don't need to do a stupid caricature of him he was a caricature and his caricature was way funnier uh and like notable than like your bad impressions it's Mm -hmm. just stop doing it people yeah uh yeah i i agree i didn't know ryan dempster also did a harry carry really no i that's like what he that's like i feel like he would do it in between pitches, like he he can't stop doing the Harry Carey impersonation. That's He's, bad. It's horrible. That, that's not even his joke. No, it's Will Ferrell. It's I mean, I guess technically it's Will Ferrell. They're all joke. doing Will Ferrell. It's yeah. just like it's and it's it's pathetic. And Will Ferrell's was bad, but he's Will Ferrell. Like yeah. he can he can sell it. So he can sell it. Yeah. Um, but uh, and Jeremy, well. I mentioned to you that uh, that you know A Rod referenced Santa Maria last night. When yeah. He, uh, when when he talked about David Bodie, he was like, uh, yeah, that home run was a Santa Maria. Yeah. You know, and I I think you said because I don't remember the broadcast of that Nationals game last year on Bodie. He did say, name, but he said Santa Maria. Uh, I mean, uh, 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 Vascarzin said it, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like you know, A Rod, don't like validate that bad catchphrase. Well, like, don't don't encourage don't encourage it. It's yeah. like watching an adult flossing or something. It's like <laughs> don't don't say you know don't don't make this guy think that that catchphrase is like better than it is. <laughs> oh, doing the floss dance. I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, like uh, uh, it's the Santa Maria thing. It's like. The first time he said it, I'm sure it was out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that was kind of funny or whatever. But yeah. it's like, is that something that you call back? Like, you, I feel like 
the 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 uh, law of diminishing returns on a Santa Maria is is exponential. <laughs> it's like it's the second time you say it is already like one one hundredth of the impact that in the first time. And yes. he's been saying it for years. Yeah, yeah. I just don't get it. No. Uh, Vescursion talked about he was telling some asinine story about David Bodie not like being drafted and like not being able to know that he was drafted. And he's like, yeah, he was on a missionary trip in uh, Africa and the plane in front of him crashed and he didn't have any cell reception service to find out that he was drafted. And it's like, whoa, 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 what'd you say about a plane crash? What are you yeah. talking about? And yeah. no one asked any follow ups. Like, it, it's just a mess. I, I want to talk about every single one of them, but there's not enough time. It's just so bad, and it's again. We said this during the uh, playoffs. It's it's so insulting to follow a team for 162 games and then have to like give up a broadcast to a national team who doesn't know dick about the team at yeah. all. Yeah, and, and they uh. were actually yeah. So that would be the equivalent of like they they were actually telling another story about David Bodie about how recently like you know he he, he signed his contract and then he was up a, for a couple of weeks. And then, uh, like his, you know, his kid was born, so he had to go away, and he came back, and he hit like a double in his first at bat back. But that'd be like if they're like, yeah, so you know, he, he flew to Colorado, and uh, his kid was born, and he found a dead body in his closet, and then he went back to Chicago, and he hit a double. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, wait yeah. a minute, you need to you need to back that up there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it you know. Yeah, Jeremy, it's it's bad. Uh, the same thing happened with the. I sort of got my first taste of it when the Brewers were in the the playoffs last yeah. year, and you get these guys who yeah who don't who don't know what they're talking about. It's insulting. It is, and uh, a Rod, you know, especially since he has such disdain for like small market teams. Yeah. Um, he's like he's like Derek Jeter. He doesn't understand that there are other teams besides the Yankees uh, and the Red Sox. I mean, even he, he played for the Rangers. Yeah, he probably doesn't even know that Wisconsin is a state, let alone that they have a Major League Baseball franchise. He's no. actually good. And, uh, Jeremy, I do wish that I had uh, heard him call Mookie Betts Mookie Blaylock because I would have <laughs> I would have laughed at that one. Wow. I don't understand how you accidentally say Blaylock instead of <laughs> Betts. Like, it's hard to say Mookie Blaylock. Yeah, and A-Rod wasn't even a basketball player. No. You know? So what? why does he, like, reference old basketball players? Because he did, he did it last year. Yeah, he we tweeted up. about it, and we'll, we'll have to figure out what yeah. that tweet was. But, yeah. you know, he did it last year, same sport. So, you know, the guy's a clown. Yeah. Um, but that that's maybe that's part of his act. Like we were talking about as we were walking to the stadium. It's you his know? penance for being such an unlikable guy as yeah. a as a player. Yep. Yeah. We everybody all get to laugh at him now. Yeah. Everybody is in on the joke with him. Yeah. And so. that's just that's the, the the balance. Yeah. Of of the way things are now. But uh, anyway, that'll do it for this week, uh, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure, you know, tell a friend. Like, make sure to share out the the podcast. Uh, tell tell if you have a friend who's a baseball fan. You know, spread the word. Uh, we're really trying to get uh, things off the ground for this season. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we love doing the podcast and we want to keep doing it. So, uh, yeah, spread the word on the uh, on the podcast. Old uh, RainDelayTheater.com and all those social media sites, RainDelayPod. Yeah, and we're not like Wikipedia. We're not asking you for any money here. No. We just, we just uh, yeah, just give, give us a listen. If tell you, a friend. If you can. Yeah, yeah, tell a friend. Uh, all right, cool, guys. So that's going to do it. Um, we'll probably maybe be back next week with a mini-sode, uh, maybe another game uh, in, you know, uh, mid-May. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. If it uh, if the temperature could get above fifty one degrees, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll but, definitely uh, make it out to a game. Yeah. But. All right. So I'm Jeremy Denisio. I'm Jack Swarkowski. We'll see you later.